Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's episode we're going to speak about some 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 topics that keep cropping up again and again and again when, we, when we're dealing with people on, on nutrition. Um, the same kind of problems seem to face people um, and the number one thing that faces people is lack of time to prepare food um, and meal prep as such been a real hindrance to people and finding it very very difficult to actually meal prep and to be able to be ready and have meals prepared for the week or, or the day ahead um, and ready to go. Um, and the problem there is that people will, will will really struggle with if they don't, if they're not prepared and they're trying to say if their goal is body composition, maybe lose weight, uh, trying to drop a bit of body fat, they're going to get really demoralized because they're going to be always struggling when they eat out and stuff like that. And you're going to be wondering where to go and what calories are in certain foods. And so meal prepping is such, I think people can make a mountain out of a mohill really with it because with meal prepping the top tips i would give on meal prepping would be bulk cook foods that's the number one thing you should do straight away bulk cook foods so what i always say to people is set up a sunday ritual where sunday evening everybody has a bit of time sunday evening you're sitting at home you're watching netflix turn netflix off for about one and a half hours go into the kitchen and bulk cook foods so you can do that simply by Bulk cooking chicken, bulk cooking turkey, some salmon, some cod, some hake, um, loads of options of protein there. If you're a vegetarian or vegan, you can bulk cook some lentils and make some lentil stews um, and really get good quality proteins and in, in a big, big mass produced way. So that's the first thing I would say is bulk cook your proteins. Then when you have them cooked, guys, all you need to literally do is just measure them out you can throw them on a scales if it's a couple of chicken breasts you can throw it on the scales you can search on the internet how much is 100 grams of chicken of protein you want to basically have 25 to 40 grams of protein per main meal if you if you average around that so you jump jump on your internet check how much chicken you need to hit that amount and put that in separate boxes simple same with the fish same with your um lentils exactly the same the next thing you can bulk cook is you can bulk cook your carbohydrates. Very, very simply. You can bulk cook rice, portion it out equally. Again, you can portion out your rice, see how much um, rice per portion. You might use Uncle Ben's boil in the bag, which is a really good way. They do single portion bags and two portion bags. They will tell you on the back of the packet how much calories are per portion. Or you can weigh out cooked rice and find out how many um, calories you are taking in on 100 grams of cooked rice to 125 grams of cooked rice or whatever and again you can portion that out in, in, in your in your in your little boxes or maybe you just portion it out in uh, in the the fridge for a few days um, all this stuff will last in the fridge for up to three days so it's very very simple so you have your again you can bulk cook potatoes sweet potato uh, quinoa couscous anything like that pasta again you weigh this stuff out, you go on the internet. If you're not um, savvy with the calorie figures in foods and the amount of food you should be eating, you can search all this or you can reach out to somebody like ourselves here, Peak Performance, and get that information so you you can set yourself up then and you're able to portion out your meals properly. So 
you can see they are quite simply you're, you're bulk cooking your proteins, you're bulk cooking your carbohydrates, and then you might bulk cook some vegetables as well. If that's something I would recommend highly as well, bulk cook some vegetables. They won't last as long now. I would recommend if you're putting them into the fridge, a day or two is enough, and then you recook them again. A thing about vegetables, you can just throw all this into the oven, guys. Um, if you're if you're if you're restricting yourself, you can use some coconut spray, some one calorie coconut spray over them, a bit of spices over your veg, over your uh, proteins, and again you can throw them into the oven. Go back to your Netflix show, come back out, take it out, measure it, put it into your boxes, done. And then you've got your protein, you've got some vegetables, and you've got your carbohydrates bulk cooked. You can bulk cook the rice, as I said, pasta, potato, and potato and, and rice is really, really good if you let it go cold. And um, the, the GI of the food drops, so the starches in the food drop a good bit, and um, which will mean that when you recook potato, you'll find that you'll digest it a lot better when you reheat it. Um, so that's something that can be very, very good. The same as with rice. If you wash rice after you cook it, you will lock it, you will, you will wash away a lot of the starch. And if you let that cool down and put it in the fridge and bring it back out, what I've found is it works really well in digestion. You digest it really well. It sits really well in the gut and it doesn't have any problems for most people. And again, you can choose whatever rice type you like. You like brown rice, you like basmati white rice, whatever. There's no restrictions there. It's just whatever suits you and your goals and your taste buds. Um, it can be the same with pasta. And again, you can search everything, guys, on the internet. When you're portioning these out, you can see how much pasta can I have for 200 calories? How much potatoes can I have for 200 calories? How many? How much rice can I have for 200 calories? And then you can just check how much chicken or fish or turkey or whatever you've cooked do I, do I need to taste 30 grams of protein just to make a round figure per main meal? And how many calories in that? And you can just be jotting all that down and you're learning and coaching yourself as you go. And that's going to empower you to be really successful in your in your 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 nutrition and in your dieting phase of whatever you're trying to achieve. So bulk cooking foods, do it on a Sunday, set up a ritual, have all your spices, get used to cooking is really, really important. Make that time. That's that's so important. If you are badly stuck in the evening and you've only got some chicken in the fridge, at least if you've got some frozen veg in the um, freezer, it is better than nothing. So you can take that out, throw it into the microwave, six, eight minutes, done. Back out. Boil, uh, a, a, a tea, uh, you, you can get these pouches of rice, uh, pure basmati rice. Uncle Ben's do them, Til, Tilda do them, uh, Tesco do them, all the brands do them. They're one, two minutes in the microwave, and you can have some vegetables, some protein, excuse me, some protein and some um, carbohydrates in a nice meal very, very easily. If you wanted to add in some fats, you could add in a little bit of olive oil dressing. You could add in some nuts to that meal. You could add in some avocado to that meal. You could have a little bit of dark chocolate after that meal and you could get your fats in there. The key thing with fats is that the easiest thing about fats is if you cook some steak, you're getting some good quality fats there. If you cook some salmon, you're getting some good quality fats there as well. So your fats can come into your diet very, very easily and they're easier to prepare because you have your poly, mono and saturated fats, which you can get from nuts, seeds, oily fish, meat. Um, you can get it from avocados. You can get it from a load of sources like your oils um, as well. And, and it's easy to get in your fats, really, really easy. You can use good quality butter as well. Again, use your internet, guys. Use your brain on this one. Type in how much can I have? How many calories is it? So you know. And then again, it goes back to that education. You're teaching yourself all the time. So that's really important. If you're stuck, you have that frozen veg in the, in the fridge. You have some chicken cooked. Even if you don't have some chicken cooked, have some chicken breasts somewhere that you can just throw out. And you can uh, you can cook, which will be cooked in seven to eight minutes on a George Foreman or something like that, or grill. 
there should be no excuses there. So that's really important, guys. It's all about not making excuses when these things crop up. Oh, I don't have time. Stop making excuses. Stop building walls. We need to get rid of that. Set a ritual on a Sunday is the number one a bit of advice I would give you. And along with that, bulk cook all your foods for the week or even up to four days. Because again, Friday comes to the weekend. You might have a bit more time Friday even to cook a meal with your family or yourself. Or you might even be going out to eat. So at least try to prepare from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the busiest um, portion of the week for most people. So that's kind of where I would go with meal prep. I find it very, very uh, difficult to understand people that say that they don't have time. If you go to, uh, if you get some cook already cooked prawns, you have them in the fridge. Say you have two or three packets of cooked prawns or some fresh ones. You can literally throw them in the pan. They just have to heat up, fire some frozen veg on top of it, steam that out, throw a bit of spice in it, throw a pouch of rice into the microwave and you've got a nicely balanced meal there that's if you're stuck you can have quite quickly and there's no excuses for you ringing the, the local takeaway to get some fast food that is fast food and it's good quality fast food and it's fast it's effective and it gets you out of a halt and you might be when you're preparing that you might fire three or four chicken or turkey or whatever onto a grill and have them for the next night ready again. So again, it's just your, it's how you react to the situation and making time for the most important things. And if you're trying to lose weight, your most important thing is a calorie deficit and nutrition choices are going to be huge. So it's really important you put most of your time and effort into prepping your food, getting it done, get a routine. Remember, if you keep doing this over a month, Trust me on this, it will become a habit on a Sunday for you to bulk cook and it will be no longer an issue. Just like weighing food when people struggle with all oh, weighing food, it's so cumbersome and slow. No, it isn't. Put a chicken breast on a scales, you check it, that's the weight of it, and then you just you can search the internet if you want. If you're using an app like my fitness pal, you can insert the amount of weight the chicken breast is and it'll give you all the information required. And again, that is something I would advise everybody to give a look at. Start to understand what energy is in food and it makes cooking a lot easier for you then as well so that i hope helps guys i mean there's loads of little tips and options but that's kind of way i approach it i mean i'm really busy on a, on a weekly basis get up really early in the morning come home late at night um i prep my foods on a sunday with my wife and if i'm stuck at lunchtime i will always have something like prawns uh chop up a bit of veg throw it into the pan just reheat that fire microwave, microwave rule rice i use the pure basmati white rice and again it's portioned already in the packet for me. I can scan it through my fitness plan. And I know the, the, the and I just use a little bit of spices as well, and uh, I know exactly the 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 um the calorie density of that meal very very quickly and easily. So that's a nice way to cook at lunchtime. I'd have pre-cooked meats as well. I just fire them into stir fry and reheat them through veg, and fire in maybe potatoes if I'm if I'm pre pre-cooked in the fridge, and again portion them out, and there's my meal again. Very very easy, very very simple. Not making a big deal of it. Just been a little bit organized. Um can make a huge thing and when you do your daily shop or your weekly shop i would start to do your weekly shop when you have time so set time on a saturday morning maybe you get up really early and you go into tesco or you go into one of these shops and you take time in doing your shopping choose foods that you know you can easily prepare veg is simple chop 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 into a pan uh fry it off or steam it off done um, and then again, easily accessible meats and fish or lentils, whatever you're doing um, that you can know you can cook quite easily. That's really important, guys, that when you're when you're shopping, that you give yourself the time and choose the right options. Uh, another thing you can do is you, as well is there's a lot of these meat companies there now like Kerrigan's Meats, which are very, very, very good in terms of the quality of the meat they have. And in terms of they deliver the meat 12, within 24 hours and it's all 
already already the macros are on the packets for you so you know exactly there is this amount of calories in one chicken breast turkey burger chicken sausages whatever you order steak it's already portioned out for you so it makes it very very easy so if you're somebody that's super super busy and you haven't time to move you have these prep companies that can do all this for you you can have four meals a day delivered to your door in a cool box ready to eat um, and you can get your weekly meals from in these companies as well or these meat companies they can send you meat for the week your proteins and again you have that all portioned out already and ready to go so you there's no excuses in the 21st century in today's world about meal prepping guys it's just what you perceive as you having no time and that kind of brings us on to the next question about variety of foods and this is something that comes up an awful lot and i'm a big believer of varying your diet having loads of different options i'm a food person myself i love to eat out and um, i love to try new foods i've tried every type of food uh, around the world when i've traveled and i absolutely love to eat out I, I really love that social occasion of eating tasting new foods with some people and really enjoying it together and that's one of my favorite things to do myself and my wife would eat out a lot and we enjoy our company when we eat out and we enjoy tasting new foods now when it comes to somebody that's trying to diet down change body composition lose body weight get ready for a contest prep whatever it may be i would probably say and and this is coming from uh, years of experience in doing nutrition with people at the start it all depends on where you're coming from what level are you at are you a person that can vary their diet and control it so they can add certain foods in so you already have the knowledge of what energy is in food and you're already educated in that then you're able to vary your diet an awful lot you're able to pick different types of proteins you're able to pick different types of carbohydrates you understand fats you know the three different types of fats you need in your diet um you didn't you didn't understand fiber you know how much fiber you should have in your diet you know how much water you should take into your diet you know how much sodium you should take into your diet that's somebody that's quite experienced they can have a huge variety in their diet because they totally understand the values of food and basically <clears throat> how their macros are broken down that's really really simple for them because it's easy then to set a meal plan for them or even set a calorie figure so i can set grams of protein grams of fat grams of carbohydrates this much fiber this much water this this much sodium there's your calories that person can go away and they can eat and they can vary their diet no problem but for 90 percent of people and i'm talking about general population people who will walk up the stairs here and just want to lose weight and would probably have what we would perceive as not the best diet would be probably 30 to 40 percent wholesome foods and 60 to 70 percent of processed foods high valerie calorie foods so that person is not in a place to have a massive variety at the start i would be a believer in set your standards out as you mean set your your stall out as you mean to go so set your proteins if you are not a vegetarian or vegan or even a vegetarian vegan set your proteins first these are the options we have we are going to stick to lean cuts of meat if we're eating meat lean cuts of meat we're going to stick to lean chicken some lean good turkey um again looking at the fat content of turkey we're looking at some cod and some hake some nice white fish and meats there then on the opposite side we're going to have some good quality salmon good dark pink colored salmon good quality wild if possible and then we're going to go for a good lean fillet of meat like a uh, steak beef uh, or mince which we will get the lowest fat content we can, we can so very very lean lean meat and again the best thing for that person then is just portion out what you have to eat how many chicken breasts how much salmon can i have how much steak can i have 
And again, you just look at if the person is working with a coach, the coach will lay all the foundations there for that. So that's my proteins. That's all you're eating. There you are. That's set. We're going to do this for a number of weeks. Then we look at carbohydrates and we say, okay, when do we need carbohydrates? We need them. You're trying to lose body fat. If you're sitting at home watching Netflix, you do not need carbohydrates. If you're going into the gym and you're working out, you need carbohydrates because you need to replace muscle glycogen, the energy stored within the muscle. Remember, we're trying to build lean muscle as well. So we have our proteins. Now we need to have our carbs. We cannot cut carbohydrates. So we're going to have a a mixture of carbohydrates. We're going to have our starchy carbs, like our oats. We're going to have our potatoes, white and sweet. And then we're going to have the likes of some, say, uh, couscous, really, really good as well. We'll leave that as our carbohydrates. And we'll, that's, that's our carbs. And then we're, our rest of our carbohydrates are going to come from fruit and is going to come from vegetables. So that's our carbohydrate stall set out. And again, with vegetables, we'll, we, this person, remember now, is majority of people, 70% processed foods. Any type of veg we can get into their diet at the start is a bonus. And again, getting more fruit into their diet is going to be a bonus because it's going to increase their fiber intake. So that is where I would go with that person. And then we would move on to some fats and we would put in good quality fats. We might get them to have some eggs, which will hit uh, protein and fat. We might get them to use some very, very simple stuff like Brazil nuts or any type of nuts, and we would portion them out. We could also use some um, dark chocolate if possible. Uh, again, if it's not a food that's going to cause any issues to the person or they're not going to overconsume it. Again, we're keeping it very simple. So the way that you would set up the diet for a person, general population, 70% eating processed food, 30% wholesome food. Don't give too much variation to start, guys. It's a bad way to go. Set out your stall. This is what I'm going to do for the first six weeks. I'm going to build habits. I'm going to eat good food and I'm going to stick with this. And then as I go through this six-week period, I'm going to build my motivation because I'm going to be losing weight. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to sleep better. Resting heart rate comes down. Blood pressure comes down, obviously, with a good training plan as well. And all these things are going to drive my motivation. So I am going to be motivated to eat even better going forward. So beyond the six weeks, we can start to interchange stuff. We can start to pull in a little bit more, a bit more variety into the diet. Maybe bring in a little bit of pasta. We could bring in some different types of fish, different types of meat, different types of lentils, different different types of, of variants of vegetables and fruits. And again, we can change things up. We can start maybe having some lovely smoothies in the morning with some protein and some fats and a balance of carbohydrates if we need them. And we can have some omelets and eggs and protein pancakes and we can try all these things. Again, this is beyond the six week period when we've built the person's motivation and they're driving forward and they love to see, okay, I can have that brilliant. And they'll stick to it because they're used to that system now. And we keep them going in that system until we build our confidence even more. And then we build our knowledge. And if you're working on your own, you don't have a coach, you're building your own knowledge by eating these foods, learning how much value is in them. Then you can go and research more foods and build your database up in your head. And then you will know um, how to make a meal and you'll know how to add stuff in and take stuff out. And you're not going to go over your calories or you're not going to eat in excess of what you should be doing. So again, guys, with variety of foods, a lot of people ask, can I have this, can I have that, can I have that? That person is not ready to really change. They just want too much variation. I would say if you're at that place, stick to certain food groups and types at the start and then build your knowledge outwards. And you can bring in other food types and change your own things. But after a period of time has passed when your motivation is driven because of the results you're seeing, that is one key thing to variety in diet, I would, in my opinion, for most people. Okay, guys, the last question that kind of comes up a lot, and especially at the moment, I'm contest prepping and I'm just in my, what we would call peak week. Um, So it's the last week of the, the, 
the, the prep really going into a show on Sunday and I get this an awful lot is how do you set up a contest prep diet basically the exactly the same way as where I have just said there um, been very regimented what I would say with contest prep dieting is if you are a person that has a bad diet or we perceive as a bad diet is eating a lot of processed foods kind of doesn't eat a massive amount of whole foods doesn't digest food well doesn't sleep well is 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 working all hours and night you have to set yourself up first first to get into a position to contest prep this is what we call prepping the prep so you get yourself set up first and this is really important we 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 look at the variables you get your sleep right you get your resting heart rate in the right place you get your hrv score in the right place you get your recovery from training in the right place you get your stress levels in the right place you then you look at your diet you you figure out how many calories you consume on a day then you look at okay where do i need to be on stage day or contest day or photo shoot day what weight would i be in the shape that i requires me to be so if it was six or seven kilos off of what you currently are then you need to say okay i need to i'm going to lose one percent to two percent at the first two three weeks of my total body mass body weight and then it's going to kind of mellow out at a percent of my body weight each week after that and then you reverse that out and you see how many weeks you will need for contest prep so that's the way i would always look at it where are you now and how long will it take us and again we want to make contest prep as feasible as possible it is going to be there is going to be stages you're going to be digging and it's going to feel hard it's going to feel tough but the majority of contest prep should not be like that and if somebody tries to do a short contest prep they're trying to lose weight too fast too quickly you what you will see is you will really struggle at the end and you will be broken and that's the problem we don't want that so with contest prep you need to know a lot of the time 12 weeks is for most people is way too short 16 to 20 weeks is kind of where most people should be up to 24 weeks and again it's not like killing yourself for 24 weeks but you're building all the way and it's a nice linear drop in calories as you go nice and slow body weight is coming down you're recovering well you're sleeping and all that kind of stuff and everything all the variables are right dietary wise guys just to talk about myself the way i set up my diet is very very simple i use cod i used hake i used chicken i use salmon that was my meats. No variation of them. I used, um, just the way I broke that down then was, I used salmon for lunch because of the high fat content in salmon. And again, I was working quite late in the evening. I train weight training in the morning. I do cardiovascular work in the afternoon. So I, for me, the, the, taking in a higher fat lunch suited me a lot better. I felt a lot better. So I put salmon in there. My next meal was a snack. It was a salad, which was chicken. Um, and I found that to be nice because again, chicken is a low calorie meat that gives you a high protein output and it's excellent for snacking, keeps you full and hits your protein figure very, very easily. And you get a lot, a lot of bang for your buck in terms of the volume of it you can have. So I popped that in a snack mid afternoon. And then in the evening, I would always go for some fish and I mixed that between cod and hake. And all I did differently on them is I might put a small bit of different spices on them. Nothing too crazy. Um, just to kind of change the taste every so often. But that's the way I put my proteins in. The only other proteins I added in was to my morning, which was um, uh, a protein powder. It was a whey isolate protein I put into my oats in the morning. So that's the, the, the other source of protein I had. And the last source of protein was before bed, which was I went for a soft cheese called Kavarg. I find it digests really well. I don't find yogurt digests really well in, in my digestive gut. Um, in my gut, I should say, my digestive tract. So I, I found that 
the soft cheese, the Kavarg flavored. Um, it's like 89 calories, 17 grams of protein for 150 gram pot. Great bang for your buck. Tastes really nice. Keeps you insane. You have a nice sweet taste before you go to bed. And I found that worked really well for me. That was my last protein. Then when I went to the morning and I added in my carbohydrates through the day, my morning carbohydrates was post-workout, which was a, uh, oats, nice clean oats, uh, I had protein with that and I would add in some fruit into that meal, which was normally blueberries, strawberries and raspberries. Later into the prep, I stuck to, to the strawberries, a bit, a little bit lower in calories and fiber. So um, or in carbs, I should say, not fiber. Um, again, very, very good source um, of energy and they're nice and sweet and they put a nice taste to that morning meal. And the next carbohydrate I had was at lunchtime and that was basically rice. I went for pure basmati rice, easily digestible, tastes really well, nice and quick to cook. Um, and I portioned that out from the lunchtime to the evening. And that was my carbohydrate source. So it was all it was was oats and white rice. The next thing is fats wise, I would have chosen very, very simply my oily fish. I would have had some butter. I would have cooked my veg in a little bit of butter. Um, and then I would have had some dark chocolate in the evening um, for my fats. And that was my fat sources throughout my diet. Um, nothing crazy there. Very, very simple stuff. And then the last thing was vegetables. I added in veg green, leafy greens at lunchtime. Green uh, a salad, mixed salad. Uh, with beetroot and all that kind of stuff and the snack and then some leafy greens and that would be asparagus broccoli uh, bok choy spinach some kale mixed it around between all of them throw in some a spring onion and a little bit of chili uh, each time to give it a little bit of a kick because i like hotter food um, and again that was the way the way it was set up that was my diet 120% nothing varied out of that guys made it simple made the prep very very simple for myself all I had to do is decrease my carbohydrates from my oats from my rice then my protein increase my protein as I go because obviously my carbs are going to be going down as I go and my protein's going to be going up because I want to maintain as much muscle mass as I can and then my fats exactly the same way I was decreasing fats and increasing fats as I went through my cycle of dieting and then I was able to pull my butter out pull a little bit of the uh, chocolate out pull a little bit of the um, uh, salmon out and it was very very easy or if I pulled some salmon out I would just put some more protein into the chicken very very simple so it was easily easily set up not too cumbersome and the beauty about this and I would advise anybody that is even thinking about contest prep or setting up a diet this is the way I normally eat on a day-to-day -day basis anyway so I didn't choose a diet that I don't normally eat because that's going to that's going to lead a lot of the time to people binge eating at the at, at post show or post whatever photo shoot or whatever they do and that's not going to happen to me because I like these foods and all I'll do after the show is I'll increase these foods the amount that I'm eating of them, nothing will really change. I don't really crave anything because I'm eating a good, varied diet in terms of I have my options through the day. Yes, the taste, um, you do get sick of it, no doubt about it. I'll be the first one to hold up my hand after um, nearly 12 weeks now of dieting uh, that you're sick of the taste of certain foods. Absolutely. Again, it's just been tunnel visioned in what you want. Um, if you want to get into the absolute best shape of your life, you need to forget about this taste bud stuff. You just need to go with what you have to do. Remember what the goal is. Keep the goal, the goal. That's really important. What you have to achieve, what, what's, what's it going to take to get to stage lean that can put you in a position to win a show. This is the mentality you need to have. And if you are, are contest prepping and you are driven that way and you really think that you can go out and win a show, you need to leave no stone unturned, guys.
but with contest prep, I would always get make sure your diet first before you ever start it is some way reasonable. Get get it reasonable. Prep the prep. Get used to foods. Get used to eating that way. Get used to having 80 to 85% of your diet wholesome, one ingredient, solid, good foods that are going to have a high nutrient-dense value. Got Your body's going to reward you for it. And then when you see somebody in absolutely shredded um, stage presence and shredded um, body on stage, they were eating that way. They were eating properly. They were feeding their body and they were rewarded by the way they look. That's key, guys. Set yourself up first before you ever go into prep. And then if you can, try to eat within prep the, that, that good quality diet you're currently eating. And that's going to really stop that binge. I'm not saying you're never going to binge after and have a little bit of extra, but it's not going to be the worst that we see in these Instagrammers putting up 10,000 calorie challenges and binging out and boasting about how much they've ate at post-show. You don't want to be there. You absolutely don't want to be there. Remember, to me, dieting is 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 90% mental. It's all up here in your head and how you control your mind. That's the that's the one thing you have to do. You have to control your mind. You have to take actions. You have to take steps when your body wants food. You have to do certain things, listen to songs, listen to podcasts, go for a walk, meditate, whatever you need to do, but take your mind away from that straight away. Flick the switch. That's going to be the power of dieting and setting yourself up for contest prep because it's not easy and no way would I would ever advise somebody to do it if they're not ready. No way. Um, it's not a healthy thing to do if you're not ready for it. You need to be put yourself in a position to do this. It's hugely rewarding, absolutely hugely rewarding. People all the time telling you you're looking great and, and, and driving you on and motivating you. And this is what I get every day. I mean, this week for me is a really hard week. I've got two sessions a day. I've got my calories are, are, are going to be down because I'm going to start depleting shortly, which means I'm going to deplete carbohydrates totally out of my system. And then I'm going to load up towards the end of the week. So it's going to be a tough few days. But again, the goal is the goal. And the mindset is tunnel vision. Go, go, go. And I'll take anytime I'm struggling, I'll take myself out of that situation straight away. I'll do something. If I'm sitting at home like I was yesterday evening, I was really, really tired. Um, it was a busy day, two sessions in the gym. Uh, food, as I say, was down a little bit. Anytime I was struggling with thinking about food, I got up and I played with my dogs and I went outside or I did something. And then the time came and I went to bed. And that's what you need to do. You need to be able to react straight away to the situation and really help yourself um, going forward. But that's the way I would recommend setting up a contest prep and a contest, or sorry, contest diet. Uh, that's the way I set it up and it has worked really, really well. Um, that's the way I always set about to do it. I sit, I pick the foods I currently eat and then all I do is I portion them out and I put them into certain times a day. What suits me is four meals. Some people might eat six and just have smaller meals. I like to eat four, post-workout breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner. That's it. That's kind of where I am and I have that little bit of yogurt before I go to bed. That's basically it. It works very well for me. It's nicely spaced out. Uh, one thing I did differently this time as well is I went away from um, caffeinated coffee and I went to decaf because I started using um, some pre-workout before I trained because I trained really early in the morning and was trying to switch it on. And I just felt that the coffee just wasn't enough that I was having. It wasn't enough uh, milligrams of caffeine. So it wasn't something that I would recommend you do, but it's something that worked for me. Got me switched on in the morning, had very productive workouts. And again, was able to go through my workout. And the only thing I would take in my workout would be an amino acid because I'm, I'm training in the morning uh, without any food in the system. I'm training fasted as such. Um, so I, aminos are going to be there to preserve that muscle tissue as I train. And that's the one thing I would take intra 
uh, workout. That's about it. Other than that, guys, um, that's how I would recommend. Get your supplementation right as well. Supplementation isn't the be-all and end-all, but there are certain ones like a good quality multivitamin, an omega-3 fish oil, a good quality one um, that would be high in e- uh, DHA and EPA. So make sure that, that there's a good quality one. Um, the one I use is Nordic Fish Oils, um, and I find that really, really good. Um, but there's a lot more companies out as well um, that you can use, but make sure you just check the quality of it. Uh, other than that, uh, there's a few things like ashwagandha is a really good one that you can bring into your contest prep diet um, because cortisol levels in the body are going to be a little bit higher because you are dieting down and training a little bit harder than normal and putting in a lot of energy and effort and the body is take it's going to take its toll on the body and that can help control cortisol and can help really with the stress response within the body so that's something as well that can be used um zinc and magnesium can be very very good as say magnesium at night muscle relaxant very good for repair and can really help with recovery from training other than that there's nothing really else i would recommend as such you can go into this rabbit hole of supplementation and start taking about 50 supplements but again get the basics right get a good nutrient-dense diet and you will be taking care of an awful lot of stuff. You won't need that many supplements if you're eating properly and you're not eating processed foods. Like I see a lot of people when they're trying to contest prep or bulk, they're eating a lot of processed foods, uh, putting absolute sugars into their body and no wonder they're trying to supplement and they're missing out on nutrients um, because they, have, they aren't getting them from these foods because they're just they're energy-dense foods. They have tons of calories but the actual nutrient quality or breakdown of the food is very very nil and small so again that's why you see an awful lot of people supplementing with everything under the sun and again it's just throwing money down the drain um so other than that guys that's kind of it from today's episode i wanted to keep this one kind of short uh, 30 35 minutes um i've got two really good guests coming up on the show in the next two weeks um a really good guy that was in my corner a lot of time in my taekwondo career fantastic coach He's coming up as well. I won't give you too much information until I get him on. He'll be on next week. He was actually due to be on today. And I also have um, Skinny Gaz coming on the podcast over the next two weeks as well. We're just trying to set up a day. He's a busy man. Um, so we're just trying to set up a day uh, that we can we record the podcast. So two very, very interesting guests coming up over the next two weeks. And I hope um, everybody enjoyed today's episode. This is just kind of stuff off the top of my head that people are asking me and I hear coming up a lot in, in the nutrition um, consultations and both in, on the gym floor as well. So I hope that really helped, guys. If again, please subscribe to our um, podcast, leave a review. It really helps grow the podcast. Um, You'll find us on all our social media platforms. Instagram is peakperformance.academy, Facebook, Peak Performance Killarney, and our Peak Performance Academy, sorry. And then you will find us on www.peakperformancekillarney.com on our website. And you'll also find our YouTube channel, Peak Performance Academy. All our videos uploaded there. Please subscribe to all the platforms. Please leave reviews and please ask questions. That's what I'm here for, to answer questions. I love answering questions for you guys. And if you have anything at all, feel free to shout out and I'll do my very best to answer for you. So thanks for listening to another episode, episode 21 of Reach Your Peak Podcast, guys. Have a great day.